0: This is the Broncos Blitz presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Jake Meyer.
1: Welcome back into another episode of the Broncos Blitz podcast. I'm Jake Meyer, here joined by editor in chief of the Mile High Sports Magazine, Doug Ottawell. Thank you for joining me, Doug. How are you doing?
0: Good, man. I'm uh, I'm happy to be on the show, and I'm excited about the season. But you know, when you get to kick it off by being on the podcast. Broncos,
1: Broncos Blitz podcast, it's what we do, we talk Broncos, and Doug, you had a, a, a recent article uh, on MileHighSports.com uh, talking about the defense, and, and historically how this Denver Broncos team sort of, you know, works, and, and how the defense is at the forefront uh, the majority of the time. Um, can you dive into that a little bit, uh, and where, where can we everybody find your article?
0: First of all, it's up uh, milehighsports.com. You can find it uh, the website, on the app, wherever you want to go, really. Um, but I, I think so. When I sat down to write this, and I start, I started kind of putting some numbers together, and and my first thought was, yeah, Doug, no, no crap. If 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 the defense is good, you're going to make the playoffs. And I was like, is this not the most obvious statement ever? But then I started looking into it. And I'm like, historically speaking, how does this actually apply to the Broncos? And when you really start delving into it, the Broncos as a franchise have been a defensive team really from the get-go. So the belief here that if you have a defense, you can at least ride it to a good season. And we'll get into how good in a little bit. But the, the basic idea is that if you've got a defense that ranks in the top 10 in either yards allowed or points allowed, I mean, the numbers are pretty staggering that they are a they're a winning team almost always. They're a playoff team. Um, I believe it was 18 out of 22 years when they had one of those things happen. Um, and then if you if you can combine that with a decent offense, just any any defense that has a top 10 ranking plus an offense that has a just all it has to be is okay, they're almost always in the playoffs. So are you the one, one of the people who thinks that defense wins championships? Or, uh, Not necessarily. Defense wins seasons. Um, okay. They, there was only, I could only find five cases, I believe it was, that when the Broncos had a top 10 defense in one of those two categories that they didn't have a winning season. Mm, okay. And as an asterisk, most of those are, are before 1977. And everybody knows what happens in 1977. They kind of become the franchise that that we know today where they have a history of success and up till 1977, they were a defense first team. um, But that's kind of all. They were just the orange crush. You know, they couldn't put, you know, everybody knows about the, the Floyd little years where, you know, he's running behind essentially a high school offensive line. And, you know, there's, (laughs) they they just couldn't really put it all together. And so a lot of those seasons where they didn't make the playoffs um, with a top 10 defense were those prior to 1977. So, you know, and I was just on with Gil on the radio show, and he says we can't compare yesterday, um, yesterday's NFL to now. Like they're they're very different. Right. But I think the 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 point that I made is I'm not trying to compare actual numbers. I'm comparing rankings. So if you're a middle of the road in 1985 and you're middle of the road in 2021, either way you're a middle of the road offense. Whether you're putting up Three hundred yards or six hundred yards. Right, right.
1: The numbers don't really matter at that point. It's just where you land yeah, and where you rank.
0: It's how you make it apples to apples. And and the point that I kind of discovered, and maybe this is obvious, but I wanted to confirm it, is that when the Broncos play good defense, generally speaking, the Broncos are a winning football team. And I think if you're looking at recent history and how bad it's been. You want to know, all right, what well, what is it going to take to get back to being a winning team, and it doesn't take much for the. I mean, and and we're again we're assuming that this defense is going to be good. I mean, you can find any article you want in the in the on the Broncos, and almost everybody has them as one of the top defenses of the league, top ten, top five, something like that. Yeah, even nationally, right. So we're not going out on a limb saying this defense is going to be good. It's going to – you know, how good, we can speculate. But I think to say that it's going to be a top 10 defense in one of those categories is pretty safe.
1: Yeah, that's a safe bet. Uh, I, w- I would take that bet in a heartbeat. Um, but look, looking in the in the past couple of seasons – was the Broncos' defense really that bad? I mean, or was the offense really hanging them out to dry here?
0: It, it was B, and that's because in, in two of those years, 19 and 17, they had defenses that had a top-10 ranking in those two categories, but their offenses were historically bad. <laughs> so you, you, can't, you can't go with, you know, the defense is going to carry basically a one-leg, you know, uh, a one-legged offense they they got to be at least competent so you know it's kind of just because you have a great defense doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be a playoff bound team but it does so long as the offense just carries its weight a little bit if you if you can get if teddy bridgewater can get this offense near the top 10 in either points or yards they're definitely a playoff team i mean i'm convinced of that I'm with you there. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater is a breath of fresh air for me
1: just because uh, the turnovers, the turnovers that have plagued this Broncos team for the past few years and, and the quarterback revolving door. I feel like Teddy might be a, a guy who, who's just going to be another cog in that door and he's going to continue to, he's not going to be the long-term quarterback, but I think he could give you some short-term success, even though he's not the long-term
0: guy. For sure. And you, and you mentioned it it's it, turnovers are really the key and, and it's, it's very easy, and you, and you hear a lot of people make this comparison, and it may be a jump, but to say these Broncos are modeled after the 2015 Broncos because great defense, offense sputtered. I mean, that offense was, like, ranked 19th and 15th in points and yards. I mean, they were just pretty pedestrian, pedestrian. at best. But if you were looking for a real comparable that you can sort of be optimistic about, go back to the 1991 Broncos. This is a John Elway team. But that defense was was really good. I mean, you know, I think fifth in points and and maybe second in yards, something like that. Really good, top five in both numbers. Um, offense, middle of the pack. John Elway, was throwing for, I mean, I don't even think he had a 200 yards per game average. They were they were middle of the pack in scoring, middle of the pack in points, but that team was like fourth in the league in not turning the ball over. Mm. And so you make a good point with Teddy. If you're looking for comparables in history, when the Broncos have a good defense, they pair it with an okay offense, but one that doesn't turn it over, that team got to the conference finals. Right. I mean, they lost to Buffalo one play away, one block kick away, really, from going to another Super Bowl. So, again, there's a long way between now and January, but... If you're looking at historical models of like, okay, what what is this team really? What could they become? Those are some teams to look at and some some stats to look at. It's definitely interesting to take
1: a peek into history and comparing this team to the to those other successful teams. Uh, but we'll we'll call this the halfway point of the podcast. Okay, uh, got some business to take care of. Uh, this is the Broncos Blitz Podcast. Anywhere you can find podcasts, Spreaker, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We're going to be there. Even Podbean. Have you ever heard of Podbean, Doug? You know, I've heard of it, but probably because I listened to the show. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, we're on everywhere. Everywhere you can find a podcast, you can find us there. And uh, My Life Sports, it's a monster. We're, we're killing it online, we're killing it on the magazine, killing uh, the daily articles. Uh, everything a sports fan, a local Denver sports fan, could want, you can find it at MyLifeSports.com. And the app, the app is pristine, it's fantastic. Um, and our partner is fantastic, DraftKings. Uh, the first Sunday of the NFL season is here and the excitement continues with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. DraftKings is giving all new customers a can't-miss offer to celebrate the return of the NFL season. Bet just $1 on any football game this weekend and receive $200 in free, bet, free bets instantly, no matter what. Uh, that, that's huge. You know, 200, $200 in free bets, You know that could go a long way. Uh, But that's right, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new customers $200 in free bets instantly when they bet at least $1 on any football game. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code MHS. That's important, promo code MHS to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any Week 1 game. That's promo code MHS to get your free $200 in free bets instantly. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. So, you know, we're talking about defense. You know, let's take a look at this defense. Uh, are there any, uh, strong points
0: of the defense that you you think is going to carry this defense in in this season? Well, I think it's a combination of having really, really good defensive backfield and cornerbacks. I mean, the, the cornerbacks they have on this team are ridiculous. I mean, stacked. in theory, they should be excellent. And when you pair that with a pass rush that is also supposed to be good and healthy with Von Miller and Bradley Chubb back, you know, I know that the the middle linebacker position is suspect, but if you can give those guys time to get to the court, the quarterback, great things are going to happen. There's a, there's going to be a lot of third and longs for this team, and I think at that point y- you mitigate the importance of your middle linebackers. And, and I don't I don't think the middle linebackers are terrible. I just think that they're not side to side guys, right? Um, not, they're not like good run White. stuffers. They're good run stuffers, but but you know, I, but given the the depth and the quality of the defensive backs, I mean, do those guys have to be great side sideline to sideline guys? I don't know if they have. It. You want them to be sure, but that, I mean, that's really the only question mark on the defense. The rest of it should work um, hand in hand and and be really really exciting to watch.
1: Yeah, I think stopping the run is going to be very important for this team. Uh, The secondary is great. The pass rush is great. But, you know, the interior defensive line, you know, that might be a question mark. You know, Shelby Harris isn't isn't bad. Draymond Jones, you got Mike Purcell. Those are some, some quality interior defensive linemen. And you pair that up with good run inside linebackers then stopping the run is going to be a lot easier this year. And also, you're not going to be playing from behind as much it, theory, theoretically with this team, so they're not going to run the ball as much. And that's that's kind of why it seems the Broncos' defense, the run defense in particular, was so bad recently. It's because they're always playing from behind, and the other team is right. just trying to run the clock out.
0: Well, and I think a lot of this this year, in my mind, falls on Vic Fangio because they brought him in here because he's a defensive mastermind, so mm-hmm. to speak. Um, and if you're telling me that, you're handing a guy a roster that really only has one weak spot, and it's not a totally a weak spot. It's, it's half a weak spot. It's, they, the middle linebackers may not be able to, to cover as well as you'd like, but they could stop the run. So you're really talking about a half of a weak spot on an entire defensive unit. If you're a good defensive coach, if you're a great defensive mind, you should be able to overcome that. And I think yes. that if they don't, if this defense doesn't perform the way that we all expect that it can and should, I think you got to tell Vic Fangio thanks, but no thanks. I mean, yeah. Every coach in the league would like a defense like this with only one little tiny question mark on it. And obviously, health plays into it and all those things, but. You know, this is, this is on Vic Fangio to make this defense as great as it can be, I believe.
1: Yeah, this roster, this de- especially on the defensive side, they're ready to win. You know, yeah, what uh, more do you want? <laughs> exactly. I you mean, of course, like you said, you know, half a question mark, half, half a weakness. Uh, so Vic Fangio being that so-called defensive mastermind should be, should be able to uh, work with it and, and get the job done. Um, obviously, you know, playing in this division, it's going to be tough to stop the Kansas City Chiefs, and I don't expect, expect anybody to stop the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, but I think the Broncos' defense has a good chance because of their secondary. Um, so before we get out of here, I'm going to get some Broncos predictions from you. I know the over-under total is 8.5 for the wins. Uh, what does your season look like for the Broncos? How many wins are they going to have?
0: Uh, and, and how do they do? You know, I, I, a while ago, say, two weeks ago, I was really leaning toward the under. I just didn't don't feel great about the quarterback situation, whatever. But as cl- the closer we get, and I'm guilty of this every year, I get a little bit more optimistic. And, and, I, th- and I start to, and, and a little bit was doing this column that I did last night. If you believe this defense is good, there's no reason this team shouldn't be a winning team. And just by the math alone and that definition, they win nine games. I do like, and, and as so as long as we're talking bets – if you bet them to win 10 wins specifically, it's a plus 700 as opposed to a plus 105 kind of bet. So if you think that the Broncos can have a winning season and you're willing to step just a little bit further on the ledge and say, hey, not just not only are they going to win, but they're going to win one more game, 10. And that probably doesn't even get them in the playoffs. That's a, that's a, 700, a plus 700 bet. So your, uh, your payoff, if you will, at the end of the season is considerably more exciting than if you just bet them to cover and or hit the line. you got to risk it for the biscuit. Exactly. And that's not a huge risk if you actually believe they're going to win nine games. I mean, you're, you're only that's saying, one can more game? you win one more game? That's a turnover. That, and it, one, a great point I heard this morning um, is that they have the Chiefs in Week 18. And so one of two things is going to happen. If the Chiefs really need that game, you can just mark it down as an L for the Broncos. <laughs> but are the Chiefs really going to need that game? If the Chiefs are as good as everybody thinks they are, they should be coasting into the playoffs, have home field secured. So they're, they're playing a team. Denver is playing a team, in theory, that's going to be resting as many stars as they possibly can for the playoffs. That's a win for Denver. Should be. Which, if you just look at the, hey, can you beat the Chiefs? Eh, probably not. But in that scenario, you probably can. So that's a win that maybe not a lot of people have on the schedule.
1: That's a really good point. That's a really good point. There's
0: great value on that bet. Uh, so how many wins are they going to have? I'm I'm leaning toward... I, I would feel comfortable betting nine. I'm leaning toward taking that plus 700 and, and going with 10. Okay. Okay. I like it. I like it. Um,
1: and lastly, uh, Giants, Broncos, this Sunday,
0: who gets the dub? And You why? know... Interestingly enough, this is the lowest over under point total of the week, which I, I couldn't I, I knew it sounded low 41 and a half. It's that's a low number. But to, th- to think, man, this is the, the in theory, the most boring game on the schedule because both defenses are expected to be good. Broncos probably a little bit better than the Giants, but both mm-hmm. of them are supposed to be good. Both offenses have a big question mark. you got Teddy Bridgewater, who people think, oh, he's a safe bet, he's not a home run guy, whatever. But we need to see it. We haven't really seen it yet. Giants, obviously, with Saquon Barkley, great player, but coming off a major injury, haven't seen him in a year. Um, I think that the Broncos are a better overall team. Um, I really believe that. So I believe that the Broncos are going to win. I don't think that that over-under is all that far off. But that's a such a low number. I mean, you're talking yeah. a 22-20 game, 23-20 game to, to be right there at the line. And so I think the Broncos can win this game, and I'm gonna kind of go with the I mean it's it's a it's a tough call, but I mean, geez, how many how many times do you see a, a garbage interception or a fumble recovery that leads to a field goal that just pushes it over? With a number that low, I'm, I'm comfortable going Broncos with the two and a half and taking the over.
1: I'm with you there. I, I like the uh, the Broncos in this game. Uh, I think they'll they'll win in a, in a tight one, but I'm going to take the under here. Uh, these it's two, gonna, it's right there. Yeah, both of these offenses struggled big time last year. They're I think both of them in the in the latter, the the bottom half, the bottom ten of of offensive scoring production last year. So. Uh, I don't see much of a difference. I see the Broncos to score a little bit more. I see a, a 21-14 st- type of game, maybe like a 21-17 type of game. Uh, but I'm going to go with the Broncos, and I'm going to take the under. Uh, so thank you for joining me, Doug. Uh, I really appreciate your time.
0: You know, I think you make a good point on the under, just to wrap up, wrap this up with one final thought. When both teams are looking to be running teams, this clock. I mean, this game could last about 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> just hand the ball off and score 14 to 13 and just have the clock run the whole game.
1: Yeah, uh, running offenses, uh, that, that clock chews up real quick. Uh, once again, thanks, Doug. I appreciate it. A big shout-out to our sponsor, DraftKings. Uh, it's the best uh, sports book you can go to, and uh, we really appreciate you guys. We love you guys, and good night, Sheila.